Hello and welcome to Cursed Content Club. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that's called. <laughs> wow, it's been a while since it ended with that word. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am your host, Chris Wolfhart. Uh, with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Dan and Bob, video games from gigaboots.com. I don't know if Dobo shows up in this one, Bob. <sighs> I hope he does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Dr. Agro, also sort of from Gigaboots, I guess. <laughs> I feel like I'm trapped in a nightmare I've been hearing about for years, but have no actual knowledge of. When you woke up today, well, did that's... you hear an air raid <laughs> siren? Well, well, don't worry, Agro, that's about to change, because we're going to watch... Dan, tell them what we're going to watch, because I don't know. Okay. We are going to watch Jesus Hates You Now, a fantastic Lumalin film. And like you've come to expect from Lumalin films such as Only Interstellar Pinball Lives Forever and Summer of the Chew Toy Soul. This is a puppet movie made by some guy in California that is completely earnest in its Sony Vegas editing and effects and fantastic deep message. Okay, now, I, I grew up on puppet movies. I'm sorry, puppet shows, live puppet shows oh. as a kid where the puppets told me that Jesus loved me. <laughs> yes. This may be a slight change for you, but I think you'll adapt to it just fine. I don't want to give away too much of the plot because I think seeing my co-hosts experience the slide into that is a part of the appeal. And if you're an adventurous soul and a patron over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast, you too could enjoy the slide with them. Yes, just go to patreon.com slash gbpodcast to get a commentary track for this nightmare. You also get many other benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach review show where we review all of Bleach, uh, extended armchair dev pitches and gamer premonition premonitions, and a Patreon-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. Uh, that's patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. Uh, please. Uh, I, I'm extending this read so I don't have to watch Jesus Hates You now. I, I'm going, I am going to be beyond consolation if Dobo is not in this movie. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't know what's what's bad about it. I don't know if it's supposed to be gross or dumb or boring. Uh, I'm I'm surprised you want one of the characters to show up. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a Predator movie, and I just I can hear the clicking, but I can't see the after image. <laughs> uh, you know, this is an audio only format, so you just have to imagine I'm lighting up like a Christmas tree right now. <laughs> been too long since I got to show someone a Lumilin film. <laughs> I had no idea what that was about. You're a sick man, Dan, video games. <laughs> hey, did you know this video is available on YouTube for free? This film? 74 minutes of free cinema? Well, I should go watch that movie. Yeah, we should. Remember me as I was. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> <laughs> Hates You Now is a 75-minute-long fever dream, mostly about dick mutilation. 
<laughs> and and possibly actually about the true ethos of Christianity when you get right down to it. So Dan, what did you think of Jesus Hates You Now? Uh, I'm gonna say I would green light it. I think it was a great experience. There's a lot of important imagery and ideas conveyed through brute force in this film, and it really hammers down on what's important. Penis mutilation. I'm going to give this film, uh, I'm going to give it a four out of negative five to five. Good Lord. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. <laughs> Bob, review it and give it a more, more rational score. Um, oh man, this movie is weird and mostly in one room. <laughs> Involves repeating at one point for an hour plus. <laughs> it's mildly funny sometimes. <laughs> I'll give it a negative one. <laughs> Aggro. Uh, I have spent years hearing <laughs> the phrase Lumalin Films spoken of as the name of some horrific demon that if if spoken too often or too loudly might summon it um there's a quote uh i believe it's from a book called eleanor and park that says art isn't supposed to look nice it's supposed to make you feel something this movie despite its aim was meticulously well-crafted by a genius auteur. Yeah. I'm going to give it a four. God damn it. <laughs> and, you know, ironically, I'm with you, Chris. I didn't want to feel this way. <laughs> This movie is incomprehensible, mostly, except for the part about dick mutilation. It's very clear about that. Um, it is bizarrely the most cogent Lumalin film I've seen, because I don't have to sit here and be like, is, is Dobo real? <laughs> no. Right. Is he the manifestation of, of Tristan Newcomb's wasted childhood? Does he exist? Like I don't, ha I don't have to sit there and question that. This movie is very clear. It's very real. <laughs> but it, it, it's this is the one that needed the thirty-minute cut. Huh? <laughs> That's because you haven't seen Sort of Digestive Colonies. <laughs> That's true. God, I hope there's some a while between this and that. <laughs> I think this movie would lose a lot by being cut down that much. Well, yeah, it's about the repetition. That's true. That's true. It, it needs to it needs to oppress you. Yeah. You, you have to, to feel, feel like trapped. you're captive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll I guess I'll give this a two. It would have been higher if it had had Dobo. I mean, obviously. Right. In a sense it did, but I'm not getting into that. God. <laughs> uh m the segments we normally do are useless. <laughs> Swing at them wildly like we're fucking swinging for a pinata. <laughs> uh, this movie has no characters and it has no scenes, uh, but Agro, you need to tell me the best character right fucking now. God. 
<laughs> this was the most visceral and relatable depiction of the Almighty I have ever experienced in media. <laughs> Me. Oh, somebody bumped the mic. I need to edit that out of the podcast. Me right now. I can't edit me out of the podcast. I need to get it together. Dan, you also have to tell us the best character uh, church now. leader. He's fucking hilarious as he sits there and he's like, ah, man, there's no way to just convince them they're wrong. I need to figure out how to kill Jesus or God and overthrow them. But they know I'm thinking about doing that. How the hell am I going to do it? There's so many moments with the church leader that is just amazing. Absolutely amazing. For example, uh, there's a scene where he says, uh, "Look down, look down, and just say bye, penis." <laughs> God. Yeah, when we talk about <sighs> genital mutilation, that's 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 the movie. <laughs> Seventy-five minutes of talking about genital mutilation. That's what you're in for. It's Seinfeld. <laughs> Bob. We're rapidly running out of characters, but I, I guess it has to be Tristan Newcomb. I don't think there are any more. There's Tapey Turtle. There's Tapey Turtle. Oh, there's Tapey Turtle, and there's the guy who's held hostage. Uh, there's also and there's the uh, skinless girl. God. Okay, yeah. Let's and there's just... also the dick. <laughs> and there's Kevin's penis. Let, let, let's go as Tristan Newcomb. I, I, I okay. think the best parts of this movie are when it, it cuts away to him explaining this horrible experiment he's doing. <laughs> He's saving people, okay? Yes, yes this <laughs> so good. This procedure of saving this man. <laughs> Manual experiments. He's like, beware, if you watch this in its full co totality, you may never be able to experience a religious movement. <laughs> he is manually engineering an anti-religious experience. Right, this is his anti-religion equation. <laughs> He's got charts. We're going to cut off your dick. We're going to cut it off. We're going to cut it off. And you just keep doing that over and over until religion dies. Hey, Chris, what was your favorite character? Oh, this is, this is rough. There's so few. There's uh, the girl with the Japanese buck saw. <laughs> and the shirt that said God is love. Yes. You know, I'm just going to give it to the dick. <laughs> okay. Can't the win dick had a very dick. positive message about how we all need to live together. And then, and then he got his head cut off by a saw. But, but he did have a copy of Footloose's soundtrack on cassette. Doesn't that make him cool? He's a pretty cool penis. <laughs> How did he listen to it? I... <laughs> okay, Dan, you, you've mentioned there is a different cut of this movie you've seen. Yeah. Is that scene in there? Which one? The sawing of the penis? No, the, where it has the, the album of Footloose. I don't remember that scene. I'm now rechecking my version. <laughs> I was like, that seems like so impossibly weird you would have shown me. I, I, it is. Because for people who don't know, I own every Tristan Newcomb film. And as such, I own the older cut of all of them, including the sort of digestive calmness. And it's completely brutal. What was it? An hour and 43 minutes? Okay, based on what I'm seeing here, no, that scene was not there originally. 
thank yeah. God, because I didn't remember it at all. And I'm like, how would I have forgotten the Jesus Loves You shirt? He, he had to go back for reshoots for that scene. Yes, that is <laughs> exclusive to the later YouTube edition of this movie. Also, I'm going to check something real quick because I'm convinced of something. Okay. I thought the, the pitch shifting was different in the movie. No, it was the same. I somehow do not remember him sounding like that. That's mm. concerning. Huh. Yeah, Kevin's penis is a pretty good character. I agree, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now, Dan, you need to tell me who the worst character is. You know, uh, this cast really did their best, and I think they nail it. <clears throat> it's uh, hard to pick any one person, but I'm going to say uh, Kevin. Kevin, I feel like, does not convey enough fear through his eyes, but the material didn't give Kevin enough to do, so I cannot blame the actor. But I think the worst character is Kevin. Unlike Kevin's penis. <laughs> <laughs> No one's going to be in the fucking comments this time being like, this movie is cursed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe Tristan Newcomb will be. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh God. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, worst character. I am going to pick that cadre of French riflemen who under no circumstances were able to shoot Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, that was messed up. They just, they really phoned it in, clearly. <laughs> if only they could have done it. Just nicked his nose or something. Come on. Also, their performance was really flat. Womp. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give worst character to uh, Skinless Girl. <laughs> Chastity. Yeah, I was tempted. Uh, the, the, I feel like that kind of, to, to really succeed in that role that she's supposed to be in, you need to have skin. Mm -hmm. So it was a it was a really poor casting decision, like casting someone who's wow. supposed to be foreign but just speaks with an American accent. You find this movie <laughs> you know, just you gotta try a, a little harder girl. than that. Score points with the woke mob. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Clear. Woke mob is trying to take our skin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the puppet of God. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. For very similar reasons for aggro choosing is the best character. I it thought is... about doing that. <laughs> about saying the exact same thing. <laughs> it is way too visceral and creepy and real. You know, especially the scene where he's they have him looking around, and then sometimes when he looks like to the left, they keep cutting in footage of a child looking up to him in fear. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's great. It's rough. It's amazing. <laughs> now we have to start talking about scenes, which is really going to fucking be hard. Well, luckily I get to start with the best scene. I have the right to start on this one. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I that's... guess I'll give it to the scene where uh, the religious leader is going on a tangent about how easy it would have been for God to stop Hitler. Mm -hmm. because he was the only uh what did they call him a german runner i believe yeah the only german runner who escaped without a facial injury i was like well if a bullet had just clipped his nose a little bit and made him look a little bit strange he never would have gotten power and then millions of people would have lived <laughs>
And I thought that scene really stuck out to me. The whole yes. quantum rant, honestly. Yes, the whole quantum rant's yeah. really good, and that is that is a highlight of it for sure. Now Bob has to say the best scene. I'm gonna go with the scene where Tristan Newcomb is comparing his film <laughs> to Seinfeld. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talk about how that mentions penises so much that he has to go even farther <laughs> to actually make an impact. Mm-hmm. Because people are just numb, obviously. Yeah, everyone's just numb to it. He needs to, I believe in his words, go miles beyond the amount of penis references in Seinfeld. <laughs> they get to do that. I get to do that. <laughs> yes. I. I'm kind of disappointed that he didn't have a count for how many time- mentions there were in his own feature. Because <laughs> I, I, I'd be curious to see that number. Oh, yeah, 100%. You need to check the DVD, Dan. <laughs> the DVD. <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've ascended to a new level of hipster. If I have a physical copy of this man's movie, I'm like, it's on the laser disc. <laughs> <laughs> it's even got the Japanese dub. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no. Dan, best scene. Obviously, I have a lot. <laughs> Clearly. How the fuck could I? <laughs> There's so many fucking scenes that it just cracked me up thinking about them idly for years now. It's been like nine years since this came out. Um, but one of my favorite scenes is. As they're setting Kevin up in the beginning in the chair, they explain the thing of like, okay, Kevin, we're going to give you some Kevin medicine. (laughs) And Dr. Kevin H. Grant just starts pulling out syringes of the haze piss juice. (laughs) And they're like, it's just a little bit of LSD. Now, LSD is pretty expensive and really hard to make right. Fortunately, bad LSD is really easy. (laughs) That gets me every time. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's like most of the great stuff in this movie. Such a well-crafted threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to give it to that because we've done enough praise for the quantum rant <laughs> and trying to outthink God to kill God um, and also the Hitler thing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it to the bad <laughs> part of that scene. Because that intro seems real good. There's also a deep, a deep gaze of terror and sadness in Tristan's eyes and Doctor Gavin H. Grant's eyes as he locks with Kevin. <laughs> then he goes in the corner of the room to dose himself. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. It's really good. It's like I'm held captive here by a man who drugged me and himself with bad LSD. Agro, you're last. The best scene in this movie is is pretty much directly after Bob's pick, in in which Tristan Newcomb reveals that this is basically a pitch to get this picked up as a TV series. <laughs> yes. And what had heretofore been your only guidepost of moral alignment or any kind of narrative through line is upended. And destroyed, and you are set adrift, pushed back into this sea of chaos. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. This movie does a lot of work to make you feel uncomfortable but interested. 
And that moment is really where it just turns into noise. And you realize not only are you captive, you're also lost. Oh, God. (laughs) Fucking notion of him just being like, I know TV execs, they're going to want Kevin back. That's okay. We have his home address. (laughs) Yeah, that was really good. (laughs) Just going to be sitting on the toilet and puppet. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Keep editing a laugh track in talking about those horrible things he'll do. It's it's so good because and I, I say this completely unironically, that moment of him going outside to watch Kevin flee naked is the Joker stare dance scene of this movie. Right? <laughs> like this is this movie is basically if the Poughkeepsie tapes wasn't edgy. <laughs> Well, not everything can be good, so now we have to go to the worst scene. Bob, what's the worst scene? Remember that scene where they said they were going to mutilate his penis? <laughs> yes, Bob, that's 50 <laughs> minutes of runtime. <laughs> yes, I was like, that's every 15 seconds. Um, <laughs> it's really hard to describe scenes in this, as we've been over. Uh-huh. But I'm going to do the entire section uh. about the questions that Kevin has to get right. <laughs> <laughs> Because this involves the farmhouse, uh-huh. which is horrible. It involves oh, yes. uh, g- <laughs> turning people into goo and putting them in unnamed <laughs> okay, bags. Okay, that shit's funny. Yeah, I'm they were gonna, to... yeah, they were gonna put names on the bags, but who would put a name on a bag full of goo? That's stupid. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> but you just keep thinking you're out of the section of the film. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, we're still on question one. <laughs> Fuck. Man, I'm starting to realize all these scenes are good, actually. <laughs> Once you get even slightly removed, you're like, man, this is fucking great. You ever have one of those dreams where you keep waking up, but it turns out you're still in the dream? Yes. That, that is this movie, yes. <laughs> oh, I have to go. Okay. Uh, hmm. I think the scene with the staring where... Uh, the religious leader is trying to explain, no, you answer with your eyes. You have to stare. Stare your answer. Don't blink. Also, don't stare at me. Just stare the answer. Yes, yeah, stare Communicate the answer. Communicate the answer through your eyes. What was the Without s- staring at me. What but was don't the, blink. If you blink, your answer stinks. Mm-hmm. If you stare, you then declare. But don't stare at me, though. <laughs> stare, the yes. stare the answer, not the person. God, what a what a deranged film. Agro. Yeah. <sighs> um. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to separate <laughs> some of this out. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <sighs> like, there's the first time the, the, the gardener puppet shows up. And it's it's honestly unnerving because before puppets were contained to the screen and now there's a puppet in real space. Yes. And, you know, some stuff happens with a penis, perhaps. <laughs> Possibly. But then immediately after that, when you see Tristan Newcomb crawling out of the room with the gardener puppet to take a smoke break. Mm-hmm. That's that's really the first time you realize, oh, everything I've just been told is a lie and I have no idea 
where I'm supposed to be or what this movie is. <laughs> it's a real guttural feeling of, oh, this this might be a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan, you get to lead us off. That's fantastic. I actually do have one uh, very specifically, and this is based on watching this movie through twice. Um, so there's when he's out there in, in the hall as the door is wide open and Kevin's going through all sorts of acid trips and shit, he's holding the Gardner puppet. And now most of these cutaways to the hall are absolutely hilarious. You know, there's the one with the mechanical penis with the double baby head. And the explanation of that, there's the Seinfeld I Love Lucy one. These are hilarious. But this one where it's him holding the gardener, he just yet again emphasizes penis. And there's like no amazing, unique joke for this. There's no moment with that that I think works on an extra level. I think that one is the really flaccid scene. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I see what you did there. Stop looking at me meaningfully. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this, this, this was all for them. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anybody have anything else to say about fucking jesus hates you now i realized most of the way through this movie that the experience of watching this is how teenagers described watching the end of ava back when it came out in yeah. like 2000 over here mm -hmm. so if if you were one of those teenagers and you just rewatching end of ava doesn't give you the same hit anymore <laughs> I may have an avenue you'll want to explore. Hegel's selling his bad LSD. <laughs> if you ever just wanted to be real fucking confused for 75 minutes, you can watch this. Uh, I have held up this and the sort of digestive calmness as the two dark chambers to enter in Lumilin's catalog. And while the sort of digestive calmness has no penis mutilation... <laughs> <laughs> Thus, obviously, making it an objective downgrade. It is 20 minutes longer and even more horrifyingly uh, incoherent. Uh, There's definitely more stop content trying to here. to guess that movie up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more content there. There's a huge cast there, actually. <laughs> but yeah, this. Uh, I'm glad I enjoyed this the second time through. Now, is that because. People who haven't seen this movie had to be subjected to it. Impossible. I can't extricate that from the rest of it. <laughs> Wait, this isn't blessed blunt. Why'd I bring this in? <laughs> this is a Gee, perfect example of just because you like it doesn't mean it's good. And just because it's terrible doesn't mean it isn't good. <laughs> so your recommended viewing is to get people who watch this show to rope people more people into watching mm -hmm. the film yeah. Yeah. and then they will truly enjoy watching and of course it. all yeah, of it's them like the ring yeah and all <laughs> of them need to see it via our commentary track <laughs> that's true if you want to hear people be perplexed in real time you can you can't do much better than our commentary track for this movie uh, uh, and, and Dan, I'd like to give you a job as the new head of Naughty Dog to make The Last of Us 3 yes. about the cycles of violence and how you how you want people to watch this movie so they can then convince other people to watch this movie. Awesome. My narrative director is going to be Tristan Duco. <laughs> how, how fucked up is it? There's all, all these fucking streaming services just setting money on fire. <laughs> 
No, but he'll just give Tristan Newcomb five million dollars to make a movie. <laughs> he could give this motherfucker forty k and a bag of chips, and he would be like, "Okay, I got a season." 